welcome to the GATA Podcast, the podcast for Georgia Bulldogs fans. With every episode, you'll get a variety of topics regarding Georgia football. That includes a recap of the week's events, recruiting, and the state of the team. Subscribe now to keep up to date. Man, I appreciate this with all my heart. You don't know how much I do appreciate it. I love every one of you. And screw Florida and the beauty that came in here. Tennessee playing what amounts to a 4-4 fake. And there's a touchdown! Touchdown, my God, a touchdown! We threw it to, we threw it to Haynes! My God almighty, did you see what he did? We just stepped on their face with a hobnailed boot and broke their nose. On the 27, it's second down and 12. We go wild dog with Sony. Nauta goes in motion left, snap it to Michelle. He's running to the left, angling, 25-20. Got a block for Frump, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. Don't win it. We're headed to Atlanta. Happy Friday. Welcome to the show. You already know what it is. I am live on Facebook. And it's just a good day. Today is a good day. It's really a good day. North Carolina, good warm weather, feeling like spring. Everybody's happy, right? Everybody's happy. Getting away from this cold-ass weather. It's a good day. It's a good day. While people come on... I am ready, absolutely ready, for spring football, and it is right around the corner. I cannot wait. I absolutely cannot wait for it to start. It cannot come soon enough. Absolutely can't come soon enough. I know there's a lot of questions that are going to be popping up in regards to that. You know, we might talk a little bit about it here soon. Um... You know, I think it might be worth talking about, uh, you know, some freshmen, right? Who were, you know, I'm more, you know, who's, who are you most excited about, you know, incoming? Who are you ready to see? You know, I, I'm excited to see Nylon Green, and I'm excited to see Keely Ringo, considering Keely never really got a chance. So, those are just a couple guys you know, I think you might, you know, obviously people in the comments, I'll read as we come on and people come in, you know, so you obviously you have that right there. Obviously, you're going to have some key position battles as well. And I've kind of talked at length about this, but, you know, obviously getting the getting that offensive line, getting the right five guys in the right positions, you know, I think all eyes are going to be on that. And I think along with the secondary, those are the two positions or position groups, I should say that people are going to be zooming in and just basically just lasering down on it. And it's honestly rightfully so. Honestly, it's rightfully so. Um, <clears throat> you know, I, I think when it comes to the secondary, though, you look at the safety positions, and you know, I think the safeties are almost pretty much set, at least in my opinion. 
Um, you know, but obviously with the cornerbacks, there's really not a lot um, of experience uh, coming back. Yeah, I think you look at, um, you know, Stokesy with the 4-2-4-40 going pro. Tyson Campbell was just as fast going pro. DJ, uh, DJ Daniel going pro. You know, that's just the way it is. So we've got to be prepared. I think Kirby, Coach Day, and really the whole team is going to get prepared and you know having a full uh, having an off season now, which is nice. Um, that's just what I'm seeing it. Um, but I, I think in general, though, I think you look at the you look at you look at the start of spring football coming up, and, and it feels normal again. Right, I think it feels normal again, and that's and that's the key. That's the key. As as a fan, you know, it sucked not having, uh, it it sucked not having G Day. It sucked not having the spring ball. You know, uh, if you kept up with recruiting, these events that Kirby hosted, you know, you don't really hear that. It sucks. It it absolutely sucked last year. Which obviously the wait for the the season to start. You know, just kind of anticipated, and you know, obviously it grew in anticipation. But it's good to have Georgia football again, and and over in next week you're going to start to see that. So that's always a good feeling. <clears throat> but yeah, no, I think you look at that right there as as a welcome sign, right, for somewhat normal uh, return. Hopefully, I know. Uh, Georgia's, or I know if I'm not mistaken, Georgia was talking about uh, planning for a full stadium this season, and if that's the case, hallelujah. Let's just say that, hallelujah. Um, yeah, absolutely can't wait for that. Yeah, I can't wait to see a full stadium. I know the I know the students want want to see it. The obviously the Spike Squad, all the you know all the you know all the athletes want to see it. Can't. I can't really blame them either um you know obviously but also you know it's gonna be interesting to see uh how like for instance a cocktail party right going to jacksonville how's that gonna play out i mean it is florida in the state of florida so there's that possibility that you have a full stadium but considering the fact that there's really not a lot of uh, uh fans in the stands last year i wouldn't put it past it to have some rowdy type of fans coming out Especially at the cocktail party. So keep that in mind. Anyways, I got a few people on here. Um, if you if you're just joining in, talking about spring spring practices starting next week, you know, and kind of want to get your opinions on, you know, what what position groups, what players, who are you most excited to see uh, and hear about. Uh, as they, as the spring ball starts. Uh, also, I think you look at, um, you know, we're recruiting. You know, I'm going to switch it over a little bit to recruiting as well. I think you look at the the dead period, right? The dead period's coming to an end uh, or is expected to come to an end uh, May 31st. Let's hope that it sticks that way. Uh, that way come June, you know, these kids can come on campus and, Coaches can go out and, and visit and recruit uh, in person. You know, that's that's huge, especially for Georgia's case. Especially for Georgia's case. Because everybody knows, 
As soon as that dead period stops, that Kirby copter is going to be booming, boys. That's just, that's what I'm. It's going to happen. You know it. You know it's going to happen. And I can't wait to hear about it. Can't wait to hear about it. There's a lot of in-state talent that we got to sit here and talk about. And once and once the recruiting dead period is over, fall, you know it's it's fair game. Everything's open, so you know there's going to be stuff to talk about. We just know how that goes. Um, if anybody's keeping up with it, uh, Kojo Antwi announced his um, commitment date of July 5th. Um, I, I think Georgia's a shot uh, has has a definite shot here, but I do think uh, Texas A&M uh, is another team you really really have to look into. Um, just gonna say that I think it's I don't even think it's I think it's fifty fifty right now to be honest, and at least is how I feel about it. Um, I, I think with this, I, I'm gonna give a slight lean, so I might say sixty forty uh, Georgia. I, I think the Gunner Stockton effect is gonna have a play there. Charlene Sanders says hi. Hey, hope you're having a good day. I don't know how it is down wherever you're from, but I'm telling you, today is a good day. It feels good. Sunlight. Good for your body. <laughs> good for your body. But yeah, so, you know, like I said, there's a lot to talk about there. Um, I can't wait to cover it. I can't wait to let you, you know, talk about it, let you hear whatever uh, I have to say. I know I can rant about it, but, you know, it's what I do. Jenny also says, hey. Hello, Jenny. How are you? Um, I don't know how many people here are into this kind of thing, but who collects memorabilia? I just want to I just want to kind of get a feel for my audience here. Who collects memorabilia? If you do, tell me your best piece that you have. I want. I, I love. I, I love collecting. So, you know that's that's what I like to hear. I like to see people's stuff. I like or you know collectibles. I like to, um, you know I like to, I like to see what people have. You know. Um, oh, okay. So Jenny says good. I'm glad to hear that. Shirley's down in Augusta. Okay. Been to Augusta. Beautiful place. Beautiful place. That and Savannah both. Both of those places are beautiful. Both of them. But no, anybody, does anybody collect like helmets or jerseys, any type of thing like that? I just want to see if anybody does. I don't know if, may, may not have a lot, but we'll see. We'll see. But um, but no. So I, I guess I'll bring it up a little personal note here. Uh, I am, I, like I said, I collect, I collect memorabilia. Uh, I like collecting jerseys and and signed photos, things like that. But I'm working on a project that I'm just now starting. And honestly, I'm kind of torn. Um, I think. I have I have two options that I'm kind of going down uh, in regards to this scheme. Uh, I'm, I'm getting a helmet built, uh, getting a helmet actually made custom right now. Um, that I'm gonna have get uh, that I'm gonna have uh, the goat uh, Herschel Walker himself signed to start to start. Um, 
But the key is, you know, and I want to see some comments here. I, I hope I get some comments on this. Because this is going to help me go a long way, guys. I, I'm indecisive with this because both ways just seem great. I'm going to have multiple signatures from different people. Right? Now, the thing is, do I go with an RBU theme? Or do I go with this kind of UGA GOATS theme? You see where I'm torn now? <laughs> I mean, think about it. You know, if I, if, if I were to go RBU, I'd obviously got Herschel Walker to start. Can't go wrong with either theme with him. You know? But, I, you know, I think you look at Todd Gurley, Nick Chubb, Sean Marino, Terrell Davis, Garrison Hurst. Right? You have several options to choose from. There's a, a you know plethora of... You know, guys out there that could easily fit that bill for RBU. Now, to the flip side and go to the, you know, the UGA GOATs. Obviously, there, you know, there's some people from the past probably aren't around to sign anymore. Or, you know, people that might not sign a lot or whatever the case may be. But I think, obviously, you've got Herschel there. I think you can look at Stafford as being options. Champ Bailey, David Pollock, Heinz uh, Ward. You know, little tons of guys, right? Tons of them. So that that's that opens me up for several different options. So this is where I'm torn because I, I I love both of them. I absolutely love both ideas. So maybe the comments can help me determine pick uh, what I should do next. And if you're listening in to this episode of the GATA podcast, leave me. A, you know, you can always message me, uh, or you can email me. G-A-T-A podcast at gmail.com leave your opinions I'll read them I'll respond I'm not going to be that kind of asshole let's just say that Jenny says we have the helmet what helmet do you got just curious what kind of helmet do you got Definitely want to hear what you got, you know, in regards to the helmet. It's going to be interesting to see. But anyways, while I'm going to let you reply, uh, I'm going to let you reply back through the comments. But, you know, if you're listening in, um, you know, if you're listening in and you want to comment, comment some stuff. I go, I come into Facebook afterwards, even if I'm not live, I'll come in and, and look at, we'll see what you got. Hell, even if you're in the comments and you can, and you have the ability to post what you got. Post what you got. I want to see it. I love seeing that stuff. So, Jenny. So Jenny says she has the Georgia helmet. Now, is it signed by anybody? And if so, who's it signed by? Just curious. Hello, Chris. How are you? But no, like I said, I love collecting. Love collecting. Got me some Notion stuff. Got me something good from the Mister Vince Dooley himself. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Even in North Carolina, man, my, my, my cubicle, right? My little cubicle um, in, my, in my office. Decked out with Georgia shit. Gotta do it. Gotta do it. Also, you got a picture of, okay, so you got a signed Herschel photo. Nice. Chris says he's doing well. Hey, man, I'm glad to hear that. Hope you're having a good Friday. So if you're just coming in, Chris, um... 
I was just talking about spring ball, obviously starting around the uh, around the corner. Um, you know, who are you most excited to see? What position groups are you going to be keying in on? Things like that. Um, also talked about the dead period. Uh, supposed to end uh, May 31st. Uh, so as of June 1st, as obviously as it stands now, uh, recruiting will open back up. Jenny says she'll take a Do it. Please do send it to that email address. If you need it, just message me on Facebook and I'll shoot and I'll shoot you the email or just send it to my Facebook. It's fine. Either way. Definitely want to see that. Definitely want to see it. Definitely love seeing that memorabilia. I love that stuff, man. But uh, anyways, you know, looking into it, you know, I think obviously the with the spring ball coming around the corner, right? That's in my opinion, that's huge for this season. I genuinely do. Uh, we've, we've, I've talked about it a little bit, you know, these guys getting into the system and, and understanding the system is going to be too important. Um, think about this. George Pickens has never attended a spring practice and we see what level of production he's having. He came in the summer enrollee in 2019 and then 2020 obviously was canceled, right? Coming into it. I think that's something you really look into. You know what I mean? He has a he has an actual off season to come in and learn and, and get better throughout the off season. You actually have a so it's going to be interesting to me just to see what Pickens can do. But not only Pickens, I look at the the entire team, but more specific, I look at the receiving groups and the tight ends and how JT Daniels can you know get that chemistry right. Think about this. I saw so many times where where JT, just in the four games that he played, had the tight end open, and really the tight ends were open all year, but they just weren't getting they weren't getting uh, the ball distributed to him enough. You know, maybe it was just a comfort, maybe just something that deals with his comfort level. I don't know, but nonetheless, you know, if you've got Big O running down the middle of the field, fuck, I'm throwing the ball to him. I'm throwing the ball to him. We saw what he did at, uh, in the Cincinnati game. We say we saw his ability to make uh, get yards after the catch. I say it's worth it. Absolutely worth it. There's, a, I mean, like I said, though, there's a lot of stuff that we can talk about, right? Um, so what I want to do is just obviously give you know comment uh, what you want to talk about, what you want to hear. Uh, I'm going to continue to talk about the spring practices and things like that. But while I'm doing that, I'm going to read the comments back out. Uh, once I see them start populating up, um, we'll, we'll transfer over. But Jenny says she does puzzles that, uh, that has George on them. Good call. Puzzles are fun. Time-consuming, but fun. Very fun. Oh, man. Oh, man. But no, I, I'm curious to see what happens, you know, throughout the spring ball. I want to see who starts. I want to see who starts at the star position. I'm thinking it's going to be Brainy, but I want to see, right? There's a lot of, like I said, I, my eyes are going to be on the secondary. Uh, more so corners and star. I think everybody's eyes are going to be on the offensive line. Um, you know, I, and I want to see some chemistry built with JT and Arian Smith. I think that right there, that connection, you're going to hear that, and you're going to hear a touchdown call with it. Just going to leave that there. 
I, I think it's I think it's a you have to do that. The ability to stretch the field with Arian Smith it is it's it's crucial for the offensive success this year. Because not only does that allow you the ability to score points and make your it, it makes the defense fear the pass, makes them lay off the ball, and allows Georgia to run the ball with all six running backs that we have. Just you see how now you know obviously if people typically know this but if you didn't know now you know. Um, so that's something that I want to see and obviously I think it's going to be a I, I don't expect it right now uh, as fall camp comes around definitely going to be keeping an eye out for how uh, Marcus Roseme and how um, <clears throat> Dominic Blaylock are coming at. I think Blaylock will be ready before the summer, but more so Marcus Roseme. Uh, I think he'll be. I think he'll be great addition, you know, to have back from his injury. But it's going to be interesting to see how the wide receiver pieces fall. Right, there's so many good talents that we have right now. It's not like years past where, you know, Matt Landers unfortunately is one of our top receivers just based off of attrition. You know what I mean? So it'll be good to you know see those guys and how deep we are. So that's something else that I look forward to. You know, I want to see. I want to see another thing here. I want to see our running backs become more you know versatile, more versatile. Sorry. I want to see Zeus be able to go out and catch a pass in the backfield. I want to see James Cook be able to run between efficiently, running between the tackles, whatever, outside zone, whatever. I want to see efficiency with those guys. Uh, more so with James Cook and Zeus. I think they're too one-dimensional right now. So having the ability to do both, it's going to make our offense more unpredictable. Uh, you know, when you get Kendall Milton, when you get James, uh, not James Cook, Kenny McIntosh, that's when our offense is deadly because defenses can't hone in on the running back and say, all right, you know, Zeus is in. It's it, it's basically a run. You hone in the run. James Cook, hone in on the pass. McIntosh Milton, which I think is going to be the future going, on, going forward, is what's going to be the determining factor to our offensive success because of the unpredictability factor. I think that's just the way that has to go. Um, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go on to a full ramp. Um, I, I want to keep some things for uh, you know other Fridays. Um, but you know if you're seeing this, even if you're not live, like I said, if you're not live, I'll still see your comments. I can still comment back. Um, but that'll do it for this episode of the GATA podcast. I hope everybody has a good Friday and stay safe. Go dogs. If you've never heard of the 7-6 apparel company, do yourself a favor and listen closely. They're based out of Nashville, Tennessee, and they offer 12 different collections of apparel. Some of those include your Georgia Bulldogs, the Atlanta Braves, Auburn, Alabama, and Tennessee, just to name a few. They offer several different services as well to include screen printing, DTG printing, embroidery, and more. You also have the ability to design your own custom t-shirt, or you can do wholesale for your business. Do yourself a favor and check out The 7-6 at the76.com.
That is all we have for today, folks. Thanks for tuning in and stopping by. We're on multiple music platforms, and you can also find us at anchor.fm forward slash G-A-T-A podcast or G-A-T-A podcast dot buzzsprout.com. Until next time, I hope you have a great day and go dogs.